This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. All right, we're live. Hey, everyone. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. That's not Callie. Anybody know this? <laughs> I'm Pastor Cindy. We're so glad you're here. Um, we know it's 1030 in the morning instead of 1 o'clock. We've made a little switch. So I just wanted to start by saying, um, if you're watching the replay at 1 o'clock or some other time today, we're just really glad you're here. Um, my name's Karen Edwards, and Callie and I, Callie Hargraves and I have been doing a series. We started it last week right. on this book, um, an unbelievable book. Many of you have already gotten it. Many of you uh, watched last week, and you chewed on the chapter on sit all last week after we had our study, and we're doing the next chapter on walk this week. It's called Sit, Walk, Stand by Watchman Nate. Um, and it's just an incredible book. So what happened yesterday was that Callie called me and she said, you know what, I, I just, um, I have some things going on. Will you take this and do it alone? And I thought I could, but in my heart right away, I, I rather have a conversation with Pastor Cindy. So this is Cindy Mooring. She's Callie's sister, my pastor, oh, my dear friend. I, I love, love you so I love you much. I love you too. And um, oh my gosh, the wisdom that's going to come out of this conversation today just thrills and excites me. So I asked her last night if she would do this. And Cindy, you watched last week. I did. Um, and so I know that if anybody else watched last week, um, we were studying the first chapter of this book. And it was truly laying out our position in Christ before we walk out the Christian life. So it's helping people understand um, an imperative, really, an absolute, a truth that is impossible to um, deny. It's mostly about accepting and believing that our position in Christ is first that he did and then God seated him in the heavenlies. Right. And so our place once by faith, by grace, you know, through faith, by grace, by grace. we actually believe that wow. God seated us in the heavenlies with Jesus. Right. Um, so we're going to go over all of that. And then we're going to talk about walk today. But I wanted to, um, if anybody watched last week, as we were really chewing on the scripture, we were trying to absorb the scripture. We were trying to teach the scripture because we've all lived this out. We, right. we tried to walk out the Christian life yes, um, without really the revelation of first and foremost, we have to understand our position, our position. and seat. And Callie used an incredible example. Right. And it was um, a, a life example that um, I know people grabbed hold of. And so I don't know if y'all remember this, but Callie was talking about how when Cindy and Callie were young um, and they were in a pretty difficult situation mm-hmm. with alcoholic parents that there were times when the world just seemed, you know, too much to handle. Right. And you would basically go in a room together and just be. Yeah. And you wouldn't even talk. It's giving me chills just to think about this. Yeah. Because she said you wouldn't even talk, but being together, together. seated together, 
you felt safe. Mm-hmm. It was the the it was the biggest truth you knew was each other, right? And the love you shared, right. and you knew everything seemed to you know was going to be safe. Yeah, yeah that was incredible. So. When I knew I was going to do this today, all I could think of is I want Cindy here oh, <laughs> because I want you to be able to take that same revelation that you've lived. And of course, now you understand it's not just you and Callie seated together, but right. that was a really good practical example. It was. That we are now to um, really understand this truth. So y'all, um, I don't know who's going to watch now, who's going to watch later. One thing I, I do know is that through the week, there were times already this week and even this morning where I had to, I was facing just even something as simple as I was blocked. I was, <laughs> so y'all, I was just blocked in the garage. I couldn't get out my right. car. Somebody parked behind me, someone that I love in our family right, and right. then couldn't find the keys or the keys were someplace else. So I, I almost didn't make it here. And again, you know, you're yeah. just faced, do I rest in, in, in Christ alone, or am I going to try to even be nice while I'm trying to deal with all this, right? Walk the Christian world, so there's this incredible order. So I'm just excited about today. Um, What I thought, first of all, is let me just remind you of last week, because I know like what I was going to say is that if you've you've dealt with anything this week where you thought, um, am I sitting and resting, or am I trying to be a good Christian this week? Is am I out of order? Um, you could put it in the comments. You know, That's put it good. in the comments. Maybe this yes. week um, you'll bless somebody else by just sharing what revelation you had or what God did for you. So I wanted to start there, um, and then what we want to do is I want to remind you of last week's scriptures. I know we covered a lot, but the most important ones, especially if you if you haven't gotten the book yet, or if you haven't um, read the book yet. Or if you didn't even see last week, I want to just let you know that um, Ephesians 1, 17 through 21, is what Jesus did yeah. and what, what happened when God seated him. And then Ephesians 2, 6 through 9 is our place. Right. So just chew on that again and in, enjoy that this week. But we're moving on, okay? Because, <laughs> because Ephesians is, is in, is, it's in three parts. So sit is... Our position in Christ. Right. Walk is now moving into the practical. So that whole, the whole idea of last week was to understand doctrine. Right. If the spiritual truths and believe them. Right. Now we got to get to practical because you can't just stay there. No. And we can't just stay up and seated in the heavenlies. We're, we're here with a high calling to walk to out. Walk this it earth. out. So right. we're going to do that today. Um, and then we'll walk the next is stand. So I wanted to open in prayer okay. and I wanted to ask you to do that over Absolutely. everyone because this is the this is the place I believe, this walking out the Christian walk, where if we have it out of order, especially, this is where the enemy wants to trip us up, make right. us feel guilty, make right. us feel useless, make us feel ashamed, make us feel like we're never gonna be able to do it when the whole point is. We're never going to be able to do no, it. So no. if you would just pray over people's minds and Absolutely. hearts, and then we'll read scripture and move from there. Would you mind if I share just a quick testimony? Oh, you, oh I would love you to. About rest? Yes. Okay. I One morning, this was back a couple of years ago when we started Draw the Circle the first time, and mm-hmm. we were doing 7.14 a.m. prayer. Okay. okay. Remember that? I do. And so one morning, my alarm went off, and I didn't want to go to prayer. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I just was so tired. Uh, you know, you can do ministry, right? Oh yeah. Or you can you can do it from a place of rest. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in rest. I yeah. was in doing. Yeah. 
And so I woke up that morning and the alarm went off and I thought, oh Lord, I don't want to get up. I just, I'm exhausted. I don't, I know I need to go to prayer, but I don't want to go to prayer. I just want to lay here and rest. And the Lord said, I want you to get up and go, but I want you to take your pillow. And I've never taken my pillow to prayer. It sounds good. I'm like, you know, okay, this is a little weird, God, but I'm going to take my pillow. Okay. So I got up and grabbed my pillow. And and then when I get to the church, he said, lay it down the altar. So I laid it down. He said, now you lay on it. So I laid there. And then the Lord said, he kept saying this scripture to me, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. But he added something to the end of it. He said, and you are not. Oh, so personal. And I went, okay, God. He said, I want you just to lay there and be still and just let me love on you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anything. Mm-hmm. I've already done it all. Just rest in me. Yeah. Rest in my goodness, rest in my faithfulness. And I'm telling you, I had the most wonderful encounter with Holy Spirit that day. And I got up refreshed and strengthened to do, to walk out what God had for me to walk out that day that I could have tried to do in my own strength. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes in our own praying, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like we can do what we know we've always done in prayer, or we can wait on Holy Spirit and rest in him and allow him to take us to a deeper level of communion and not just something that we do, but from a place of being Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and knowing him. And And then then that's rest. That's true rest. That's true rest. That's right. And that's what this whole chapter is about. For some of you, some of you have been to um, drenched or her voice. So we talk about right. this a lot, you right. know, and, and the revelation of rest. Right. And we have a t-shirt that is from the scripture, be still and know that I'm God. But the t-shirt says, let go mm-hmm. to know. Oh, that's so good. And that came from Jenny, you know, at an ancient roots Bible and looking at the word still. Right. And realizing that there was a there was a meaning there that meant let go. And that's what you were saying, that's really. So Holy good. Spirit was, you know, sometimes he just has to remind us that we have that or it's a divine order. Watchman Lee says um, every time we reverse the divine order, the result is a disaster. So true. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that yeah. was how we started the chapter yeah. of walking out the practical of here are all the things that it takes to really, um, you know, walk out the. Christian life and we are expected to look different. It's a high calling, but it's a disaster. I thought, wow. He said, Jesus has done everything. He is seated on the throne. We are seated with him. All true spiritual experience begins from rest. rest. And so that's what he, but he told you, isn't he so good? Isn't that good? He said, I'm God and you're not. And you're not. Just be still. Just be still. Let go. Let go to know. Let go. And that was the other part of the t-shirt. It was let go to know. So if we don't let go, if we're not still, if you didn't listen to him, if you just thought that doesn't make sense. So you were fully surrendered. We're going to talk about this a lot today. It's about full surrender to the indwelling of Holy Spirit completely staying full, right. staying full all the right. time of more and more Jesus being, and, but being surrendered. That's so, good. so, so if I, and like, as I hear your story, I'm thinking you not only, you know, heard the voice of the Lord because right. he's so 
beautiful to yes, love us that yes. much and to say, hey, we're just out of order. And yeah. I have a high calling for yes, you. Yes, yes. And you're pastoring a church. So, yeah. you know, you're attached <laughs> to a whole bunch of people I love a lot. That's you know? exactly right. And so thank you for doing. That's However, I want you to be. I need you to be. I need you to let go so you really know. But the thing is, because you surrendered, um, you said you had such an encounter. Oh, it was amazing. So that's how, amazing. because it says let go to know. Yes. And so then you knew him more. And knowing him is intimacy. It, the intimacy is it's how intimacy. we actually can yeah. walk any of this out. That's exactly right. Yeah. And yeah. we'll talk about that more because um, it's a, you know, Jesus expected a lot of us when he started the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5. I right. mean, watch me, he talks about the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, right. and Paul, you know, he's like, okay, here's, here it is. Can you do this? And we would freak out if we oh, ever yeah. tried to do that on our couldn't own. We couldn't do it on our own. We couldn't, Strength. but no. we actually need to understand that we have every bit of the ability to by letting go and allowing Christ in us to. That's exactly That's yeah. it. I love that story. Okay, we could end here because <laughs> that is exactly no, yeah. what it's all about right. today. Right. Thank you for sharing that. And we don't want, none of us want to struggle with this. No. And our hearts, as we're doing this study, is we don't want you to struggle with this no. because we know, here's one thing I know. Even getting on something like this can be, because I want to be better. I want to do the right thing for the Lord. I want to please him. That's what I talked about last week. We fall in love with him. We want to please him. Right. Um, but this is, the, the order is so important. So today we want you to rest even in the listening today. Right. Just rest and let Holy Spirit see right. everything we tell you today is like, it's exciting to read a book that can put it all in perspective and can teach and help us to understand what we may have had a little bit out of order, but then look how intimate Holy Spirit yes. is. So yes. then allow this week, what I would recommend right up front is say this week, after I hear this and read chapter two, then I'm going to just ask Holy Spirit, what it, what do you have to say to me That's it. right now right. about Person. where I am in yes. my Christian walk? Yes. Um, and then we'll all be walking next week in a whole different, we're just, place. yeah, a whole different place. <laughs> I love that. I love that too. Do you want me to pray? I do. Thank you so okay. much. Holy Spirit, we just love you so much today. And we thank you, Lord, that you have revelation for each and every one of us that you want to give to us personal today. Mm -hmm. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would just draw us closer to you. Give us ears to hear, Lord, today, Holy Spirit, what you have for us together and what you have for us individually. And Lord, I just ask you to help us, God, to just love you so much more and surrender so much more, God, in every area of our life, Lord, to be obedient to what you're asking us individually to do today in resting and walking out our purpose yes, and our design, Father God, and that we would be, have fresh revelation today of who we are in you and that it doesn't come from our works but it comes from our resting and being who you have called us and seated us to be in you and that you are looking for your image Jesus that's what you're looking for in each yes. and every one of our lives so Holy Spirit I ask that you show us God greater revelation of that and help us to surrender today and that we would not strive in any area of our life to try to be better, 
but that we would rest in your love, God, and your goodness today. And through that, God, the operating of the Holy Spirit will begin to work in us and through us and help us to walk according to your will, purpose, and plan, and according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Um, As you prayed, I thought about some of the notes that I took, um, because as we do walking, you know, this right. is what this chapter is about. Watchman Nee said that um, the word walk, and it depends on the, the Bible, you know, translation. translation, but is used eight times, listed eight times, just in this small part of the book of Ephesians, wow. in the book of Ephesians. Um, and I think that that's so beautiful because we have to just understand that's what we're trying to do. So we're going to cover some of that scripture. I'm going to flip over to my notes. I don't even know where it is, but I just know we put, I put it here someplace. Yes. Okay, so you just said um, the most important thing in this page. It's just what, I, what I'm really hoping for today is that we dare to believe the word of God. Yes. That our life is the life of Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is yes. all of the love and the, and power, the power that we need. So that as, we, as what you just prayed is what we are really talking about, that our attitudes, yes. our words, our prayers, our very life right. become an unforced, an unforced expression of the life within us. Right. And 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 um, you said these exact words that are in my notes, and these are just things I wrote. So I I want to say that. So what is in us? It is it's that He is good. Yes. And love yes. and powerful. Yes. And that we are we. We have all of that access to us all the time. That's exactly right. So that's so amazing. So I'm going to have, I I asked Cindy and uh, she can stop if it feels like too much, but I I know that there's certain scriptures. I'm going to give you a couple of scripture references and you just write them down um, because there are certain scripture references that Watchman Nee really wanted us to go over when it comes to this walking out. So, um, remember Ephesians one through three was all about our position in Christ, but now we're starting on Ephesians four. So I'm going to give you a couple just for y'all to write down. Um, Ephesians four, one and two, Ephesians four, verse 17, 20 and 23, Ephesians five, verse two, and Ephesians five verses eight through 10. Okay, so those are just some that later we want to be talking about. But um, I was I was sitting this morning and I thought, okay, this chapter in the book mm-hmm. covers the practical walk, the Christian walk as as members of the church, right? Um, and as Christians in general, right? So right. it's it started with Ephesians four one, mm-hmm. and we go all the way to six nine, right? Okay, so at this morning, instead of reading it in parts like I was doing as I was studying the book, I just read it all out loud. So good. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so much in it. There's so yes. much in it. As a matter yes. of fact, in my, my Bible, and I asked Cindy to read this for a couple of reasons. One, because the, I really believe that the impartation of her voice and the life you've walked out. And, you know, I mean, when I met Cindy, and, and many of you will know this if you know her, but if you don't know her, and I've been going to this church now since 2010, and I will literally meet a, a stranger that's walked into church and the service is over. And I might say, how are you? And, ask them, and they would say, 
they always say the same thing. Like, I just feel so much love in this place. And they just start crying. And it's, you know, when they meet you, they meet Jesus because you've surrendered yourself to Holy Spirit because you live in this place of rest. Yes. You say, you know, sometimes you, you you know, (laughs) we all, because because his word says he will perfect us. Yes, he will. The day of, what is that scripture exactly? But it's the a, day of reckoning. Yes. yes. So he, it'll continue right. all the way to, but his promises right. he will perfect us, but we're not perfect yet. Um, but I wanted you to read it because I really sense that strong impartation. Um, but the other thing that's really funny is um, in, in my Bible, like when I first got this, this is my first Bible. And it was back in 1994 when I walked into church as an adult. And I told this story last week, but um I didn't know anything about Ephesians 1 through 3. I was in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, 9, learning how to be a Christian. I can barely read the words because I've underlined and circled every word in what I'm asking you to read. It's like, because I was striving. I was trying to to figure this out. Trying to be a better Christian. I was trying (laughs) and I wanted so badly to know what do I do with with this? What do I do with this? What do I do with this? So I can't even read out of this if I wanted to, because it's like, I was, I thought I'll be messing up so much. That's just kind of a practical reason why I wanted to do it too. But um, y'all, when you hear this, what I thought would be really wonderful is before we even dig into it all, allow the words um, to sink in and let, let Holy Spirit kind of share with you. Do you feel at rest when you read this? Do you feel like you're still always failing at this or striving? Cause right. I think there'll be a lot of power in what we talk about. And it could be that you even have like one area, right? You know, like as you read all this, you're like, yes, I really do. I feel this way about this. And, it, yes, and then it might be how to be a wife and those words. And you're like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. where he's perfecting us. That's right. that's what we're here for. That's right. Is to say, okay, how do I take that scripture and realize I don't have the power within me to do it? I need to go back to the cross and the forgiveness of sin. And I have to go back to what Jesus did, done, seated in heavenlies. But then I do want to walk this out the way the Bible. That's exactly right. You know, the way Jesus says. That's why it's important to know the word. Know the word. Uh, just that morning when God spoke to me, "Be still and know that I am God." came into my spirit, but it was something that I, it was a scripture that I had memorized and it went from my memory to my heart. And so I woke up with that scripture because it was something that I had just had meditated on, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's important to know the word so that Holy Spirit can work in us and refine the things that he needs to refine in us. Like this morning I got up and, and I was using an eyebrow pencil to draw in my eyebrows because uh-huh. you can't see them they anymore. Look good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it was dull, you know? And uh-huh. so I had to take the pencil sharpener and sharpen the pencil. So good. Okay. As I'm sharpening it, Holy Spirit begins to talk to me through that little pencil. And he said, sometimes you're dull, Cindy, and I have to put you in my little sharpener and I have to break off the rough edges around you to refine what I'm wanting to do in you. And so I'm like, wow. And then I begin to think about the potter and the clay and how we put the, the potter puts us on his wheel and he shapes us mm-hmm. and then he'll mash us down and he'll reshape us and he'll mash us down and he'll reshape us. And then finally he gets us to what he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? He puts us in the fire. <laughs> so, so that's a lot of what God's doing that in our is, walking. I know when you said that potter, one thing <laughs> I heard one time and it really made me, um, it was amazing. And it actually, 
is attached to this because we can we can try mm -hmm. to do what we should do and it can even look like the christian walk right but just like a pot can look beautiful yeah but the potter knows if there's a small little imperfection Correct. a little air bubble in that mm -hmm. you know um i remember when i used to do that in right. high school we had a wheel at my house right. and it was fun but if he even feels a little imperfection even though you can't see it he smashes he the whole smashes thing and starts over. and starts over because he understands yeah. more than we do about you know his own creation right right and that's what god does with us too and so we we're not trying to make this thing look a certain no, way it no. is just like that word said it's just um and i can't remember what i read but it was just it's a beautiful Become it's unforced, unforced expression in other words it's not something it's christ in us coming through us do. christ coming through us he's yes. he's got full permission to just shine to through you mm -hmm. to do it mm -hmm. All right, let's read scripture. Read yes. Start with Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is from the King James Version. I'm using it on my phone, my uh, app. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. That's a lot. Lowliness, Lowliness. meekness, mm -hmm. long suffering, forbearing one another in love. So who's love? God. So when I'm in him mm -hmm. and in relationship with him and communion with him, right? Then out of that love relationship comes lowliness, meekness, yeah. and long suffering. Yeah. I can try to put it yeah, on I myself, can't. but I can't do yeah. it. You can't do it. Without him. Right. Exactly. Do you want me to keep reading? Or yes, keep going? I think it sounds okay. Funny. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit, the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. There's one body, one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who's above all, through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. I love that. I love that Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led cap captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man mm -hmm. and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's still all Christ. Fullness of Christ. It's not me becoming a person, a perfect man, but in him, he's already perfect, right? And so it, as, a, as I get more revelation of who I am in him, then he perfects everything in me right. to look like him, right? right? The full measure. He's looking for the full measure, the full measure. of Christ, That's not right. me. That's right. Him. That's right. Him. Him. Yeah. Me and him. That we henceforth be no more children 
tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body into the edifying of itself once again in love. That's it, right? This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their, their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling had given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, but you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you've heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor for we're members one of another. Be ye angry, but sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that, me, that, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not, and I pray this all the time, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Yep. That's all four. That's all chapter four (laughs) and chapter five, all the way to six, nine, just continues, continues, continues on every relationship. As a matter of fact, um, Watchman Nee says um, that in this, in this book, basically um, he's sharing how, what Paul is showing us every relationship, how to bring the heavenlies into every relationship, right? Domestic relationships, public neighbors, husband, wife, parents, children, employers, employees. It's right. like, how do I, how do, I walk, how this do out? I walk this out? And then in Matthew five, and I want y'all to just mark that down in Matthew five, you know, reading the sermon on the Mount, right? reading the Beatitudes, reading what Jesus says all the way through Matthew five, the biggest, and, and, it, and it, and it says this, ye therefore shall be perfect as your heavenly father, father is, is perfect. perfect. So now we've got Ephesians, we've got Matthew 5. How on earth do we do all this? As a matter of fact, I, I, took, a, I, I took a picture of a couple of screenshots because these are our role models. Okay, so we basically have role models. Right, right. Okay. Our life is to be governed by the principle of the cross and the perfection of the Father. Right. That's, that's our role model. That's our role model. That's it. Not anybody else on earth, just Jesus and the Father. Ephesians 4.32, you just read it, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. Um, Matthew 5.48, therefore, you are to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. So what, what Watchman Nee talks about in this book is 
you know, basically the only way to walk this out is to first of all, recognize that as the old self has to be gone. Like the human standards of right, right and wrong are out there. Right. Right. right? We're right. In the garden of Eden. And we they they would look to the tree of knowledge, right? right. And life and all of that. But now it's just Jesus. Jesus only. It's Jesus only. <laughs> That's it. Just right. Jesus. So as right. Christians, what you know, like even this morning, I was thinking I'm, I'm I, I can't get out of the driveway. Um, there was a there was a mistake made. Why I couldn't get out of the driveway with someone else? And I felt really I wasn't mad. Like my the, my daughter just kept saying, "I'm sorry, mommy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And I'm like, "I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm I'm really not mad." So I wasn't. So that was all Jesus in there because Jesus sure. wouldn't get mad at that, and it was yeah. natural. It was not. But then when I was trying to get it fixed, I you started a little bit like, "Well, get you know, get the. Can you get your?" And I realized now I'm trying. Yeah. To you know not <laughs> and I, I was like, "Where did that come from?" Well, it comes from if we always think in terms of who's right, who's wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot in the book about this. But as Christians, if our standard of living is what's right and wrong, we're always going to mess up. Absolutely. We're not not living according to our highest calling because our highest calling is to be imitators of Christ, be perfect as he is perfect. That's right. So we have to look at not right or wrong, Wrong. but righteousness, Mm -hmm. the principle of the cross, grace his truth when i want to prove right mm-hmm. i get into striving right because mm-hmm. and the bible says that we have been reconciled to god mm-hmm. right through jesus mm-hmm. right so jesus has already reconciled us to god and now he's called us and i screenshotted the scripture today okay. because this blessed me so much let me just pull it up real quick it's second corinthians 5 18 through 20 All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Right. Okay. Yes. So we now have the ministry of reconciliation. It's not about proving who's right or wrong, okay, or or being right or wrong. It's a ministry of reconciliation that we all can walk in, right, because of what Jesus did. That is in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself and counting their trespasses and not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Okay. So we've already, we're already reconciled to him through Mm -hmm. Christ Mm -hmm. and we carry the ministry of reconciliation. So if I'm carrying that, I no longer have the right to be right or the right to be wrong, but the answer is, do I want to be reconciled? Okay. So let's just say somebody's hurt me or offended me. And I know in my mind, I didn't do anything to deserve this. We've all lived through that. We've all lived through that, right? And we're going, why, you know, I, they they need to come apologize to me, you know, before I'm going to forgive them, they got to come say they're sorry. Because the world would say that they have a right and a wrong. They had, they, yeah. And so I'm not going to forgive till they come and approach me. Mm But the Bible says Jesus has already reconciled us to the Father. And so now we're ministers of reconciliation. So do I want to be right or do I want to be reconciled? Mm -hmm. So the truth is that's what we're called to be is reconcilers with one another and with people to Christ. 
And and that's the ministry of reconciliation that we're called to. No more right or wrong. That we are called to. That goes back to to, um, Ephesians 4.1, the very first verse. Right. That's the whole idea of this whole chapter is that Paul is saying, this is the high calling. That I've called you to. That I've called you to. Yeah. And Jesus died on the cross for us. Yes, he did. And then he laid out, this is the calling. Um, there's so much we could cover here, but I love that, that you just talked about that because on page 21 and watch when he gives a few really good examples. Right. Um, and I, I encourage y'all to read them. I'm not going to talk about them, but they're like people who were wronged completely, right. Right. like a thief that broke into a woman's home. And then she gave the thief, you know, a meal and all of that. And then another one about a rice farmer yes. where the farm, the other farmers were stealing the, the water that ran down right, and, right. and he was trying to like, what's, that's not right. What mm-hmm. should I do? But then he gave, he went above and beyond. So basically the examples are people who were living sermon on the Mount, Beatitudes, Ephesians life. Right. And they weren't trying. They just, they were so, um, sure of the position of their Christianity, truly, that they right. didn't have to be good to these people. That's what they moved. That's how they moved. And it just came as a byproduct. It, came to, it wasn't that they were having to force themselves. Exactly. To and both, you, we know the end of the stories. Right. Both of those stories ended with somebody coming to Christ. Right. The thieves. Right. They came to Christ. They wanted to know who is this Christ. Right. Nobody wants to know who is this Christ if we as Christians are standing on our rights. No, that's true. And that's what he said on page 21. Don't stand on your right. No. The principle is conformity to Christ. Nothing to ask, demand, or expect. Just give and forgive. And that's what we're talking about with the spirit of reconciliation so good, in Karen. us. It's so good. And, yes. and here's what I was thinking about. And I thought about this a lot. You know, there's people in, in our lives that we watch them um, and they do seem to be um, walking almost effortlessly mm-hmm. like this. Okay. Cindy's obviously one of them in my life, you know, and I think about, um, and it, and it and I have others in my life where I, I watch their life and there's an ease to it. And there seems to be so much love flowing through no matter what kind of situations. And what I realized um, deep in my spirit was you have faced those kind of situations many times yeah. and you yeah. have learned to rest in Christ and you have become an imitator of Christ. And so we think, how did you do it when really it was the secret times? It was, these aren't things we put up on a pedestal and say, well, they did this to me, so, but I'm like Christ. So I right. did that. That's trying to put it on. Right. But those times, one time after another, I faced things where it's like really, really difficult. How is forgiveness the first thought instead of, you know, I, but I understand that it was years of relationship, relationship and, and it was also just knowing Christ. And if I think this is the key right here, there's a woman, um, you obviously she's in our church. Her name is Linda Walker, just an amazing woman of God. Yes, she is. Amazing. Absolutely. What a gift to this body, a gift to the body. And, um, it's the power of Christ working through us mm-hmm. in all of this. Mm-hmm. And, I, I hope that Linda's okay with me saying this, but I often say to Linda, um, do you need anything? Yeah. What, you know, I just, it's something I want to say. And she always says just more of him. Yeah. Just more so of him. Jesus. Yes. And I, I realized that this entire chapter 
I was driving over here and thinking about it is I have no idea all the things that have mm-hmm. happened the wrong, like how many times Linda probably didn't stand on her right, right. but rather she just surrendered to right. the Holy Spirit and is so surrendered to Christ and understands her position and Christ flows through her. Right. Um, and again, she's not perfect. Uh, none of us are, but we're moving towards that. But I was thinking she's been asking every moment of her life. Just all she needs him. is more of Jesus. That's so good, so there's something in this book that y'all, when you think about it and you read it, it's so powerful, but it says that as Christians, we're asking for more love when we're facing a situation where we need to love someone more mm-hmm. or asking for more wisdom or asking and, and Watchman Nee says, no, yeah, that we is have all it. within us. We already, already have it. And all we need is more Jesus. That's so it. more revelation of who he is. Identity is yes. everything. Who yes. is he? Who are we right. seated in? And that's all it is. So I was just thinking that like, we just need more of Jesus. And that's how come Paul knew that's where his strength came from, mm-hmm. right? According mm-hmm. to, and it's, it's talking about this. We sit forever with Christ. That may we, that we may walk continually before man. And walking is based on the mighty power of God within, within us, us and the love within us, right? right. And so I guess, um, let's see, how are we doing on time? We still have a little bit of time, um, but God working in us. So, so what I was thinking about was there's a whole point in this book, and maybe you can talk to it too, is the Sermon on the Mount. Yes. What Jesus expects. So Paul's, he's ministering to us after all that, right? Mm-hmm. But Jesus already said, this is how. And the book talks about how Jesus was so confident to tell us to live that way. Right. Because he was so confident in who he was. And he knew he had the power to live that way. And he also would never give us anything that we couldn't do through him that he wouldn't fulfill in us. Right. So he was so confident in who he was in us that he fully knows that we can do this if we just let go and let God right, right. do it. So maybe just talk to that a little bit, like those high, that high, high calling um, of the, of really trust, trust. He knew who he was mm-hmm. and he knew his mission and his calling. Mm-hmm. And so we grow in that knowing who you are. And you know what? It took me years to get here and I'm still growing in this of who I am in Christ and that I have all access to everything that Christ had in the father. Mm -hmm. He understood his position as a son. He understood his mission that he was coming to give his life as a ransom for us. And as a believer, I've been a believer for years and years and years, Karen. And I, I'll never forget, God spoke to me through this one little thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Me and Leland are standing at this event, and we have an all-access pass on, and we're standing at the very back of the line at, to get into this event. I hadn't noticed that I had an all-access pass, and neither did he. They, did, they gave us this one when we, we walked in, and so we had it around our neck. Mm-hmm. We were wearing it, okay? Yeah. I was wearing the all-access pass, but was unaware of what I possessed. Okay. So we're standing there and I'm looking at this line. going, we're going to be hours getting in this place. And I happened to glance down at Leland's pass on this, where he's like 14, 15 years old. He's just a kid. We've just started his journey of writing. And so I looked at Leland's thing and it said all access. And I went, Leland, looked down at mine. I went, 
we have all access. We have all access. We go the further line. You don't get so excited. It was a good deal. We've had it for hours. Yeah. yeah. Didn't was not oh, aware we oh, had the LX. Oh, oh, so good. We've had going, it for a long time. 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 We're going to time. And and literally hours. We've been there for hours. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Leland, we've got all access. We can go the front of the line. So boom, we went to the front of the line, went right back there with all the who's who. You know, all the names in the music ministry. Yeah. And and here we were possessing this uh-huh. for, hours for hours and not knowing what we possessed, mm-hmm. you know. And the Lord began to speak to me through that and said, Cindy, you have all access through Jesus, through Jesus. to me. Yeah. He paid the price. You don't have to beat yourself. You yeah. don't have to claw your way to the top. Mm-hmm. You just rest in who I am to yeah. you. And be who I've called you to be. And, and I've given you all access. Exactly. 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 Let's look. God, look, God has given us Christ. Christ. He is all we, we will ever, ever need. need. That's it. Now, I love this. This is from Watchman Nee's book. Once we see this. That's revelation. It will be the beginning of a new life. Oh, it's so good. Once we see this. Yes. It will be. So here's an all important rule. So this is from Watchman Nee. Um, I think it was from his book or maybe I made it up. I can't remember. I think it's from his book. All important rule, not to try. But to trust. But to trust. Yes. Trust his life in us. And that's when it becomes spontaneous, effortless, the flow, like the flow. You just, all of a sudden, everything becomes easy. Now, it's so interesting, but he said this, and I really, really think this is key for us because we're all, we want progress right now. We want to, we want to like move forward. Um, Mm -hmm. There's an example in the book of, of a crippled man. Right. Okay. So he's crippled. And yet he gets seated in a motorized carriage. Right. He used the word carriage from years and years ago. And so he he's still moving, moving forward, forward and progressing, mm-hmm. um, even though he can't walk. Why? Because he's, he's seated, seated where the power is. He's seated in his power. That's so um, good, Karen. Isn't that a good example? Think about in Acts 2 when the Holy Spirit was poured out. Mm-hmm. In Acts chapter 2, mm-hmm. the Bible says they were all seated in one again. place, yeah. okay, yeah. and in unity, and the Holy Spirit was poured out on them mm-hmm. on the day of Pentecost as they were seated yes. in unity, not striving, yeah. resting, resting in a position mm-hmm. of being seated with God, yeah. amen, and then the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. Mm-hmm. Yes. There it is. There it is. And, and last week, we talked about that. God's just waiting. Right. As a matter of fact, there was an example of a drowning person, how you can't save a drowning person if they're right. trying to help you. Right. You either got to knock them out, let them go and drag them in. Or let them wait work. until they wear themselves out. But yeah. God's right there waiting. Right. And that's the same thing. And so what? Ha- this was really good because we all want to progress. And sometimes we just meet, okay, how do I know where I am in all of this? And what um, Watchman Nee said is if you feel there's effort, Mm-hmm. So if you're acting or living the Christian life, if you feel like I'm trying to be good, or if you're, you're putting the effort, it should reveal to you something's that wrong. something's wrong. Like, you know that inside your heart and your mind, whether this is hard work mm-hmm. or, you know, I remember um, there was a person that I had a lot of difficulty with for many years before I understood all this revelation. Um, in, in, it was just a relationship. It was a business relationship. There was a lot of gossip, a lot of betrayal, things I knew that they didn't know I knew. Wow. And I loved Jesus. 
and I wanted to please Jesus. So that's when I was in Ephesians. What do I do with my enemies? Like, what do I, you know, and I worked really hard. So I was acting and living the Christian life because it's what I knew to do. Sure. And I, um, when I began to just understand my position and resting, letting him be the love for me, I can remember, you know, those moments where you go, oh my gosh, I just totally get this. The wow moments. The wow moment where I would come home and I'd say, I was with her yeah. and I literally felt nothing, nothing. but love. Wow. Well, why? Because that was Jesus's love. That wasn't me trying wasn't to love Karen's the person. Love. Right, that because Jesus's that's impossible. Love. Right. But his is so, so, that, so right. it was revealing something was wrong. So, once you speak, um, you know, his language, nothing could be easier. It says it flows. It flows. And that's what you were talking about when you flowed to the front. Now, I, I am looking for some wording because you use the word time. Yes. Okay. Um, in Ephesians 5.17, it says, do not be foolish. Understand what is the will of the Lord. And... Um, there's another scripture, and I can't remember. I can't find it right now. I'm not going to waste time looking. But Watchman Nee is talking about don't be don't be foolish and don't waste time. You right. said you wasted so much time in that, in line, that line until you knew. Until well, God's calling us to not be foolish. He's talking like, about redeeming the time. time. He wants to redeem the time, and he wants us to do things now. Like, he wants us to get this now. Absolutely. There's there's a whole section in there about time and the, the virgins and the oil and all of that. And right. there is a choice we can make. That's exactly where right. We're like, I don't want to waste any more time. Right. I don't want to try any harder to just walk this Christian life out. I want, I want this. I want to be able to really understand the will of God, walk in the will of God, let Christ flow through me because of the time factor. That's exactly right. We yeah. must redeem the time. We must. The hour's late. Okay, that's and what I want you to there speak are to people now. that need to experience the love of Christ in you and through you. And that may be your husband. It may be a wife. It may be your children. It may be aunts and uncles. So redeeming the time means it's time today that we begin to understand who we are and get this revelation and begin to, to rest in his love so that we can be his love to those who are in so desperate need to yes. know him, Karen. Yes. That's what we're called to do yes. is to be the hands and feet and voice of God. And, and we can't do that if we don't understand who we are. and rest in his love and begin. I'll never forget. There was a a situation in our family and um, I I could, I I don't want to go into detail, but it it was a, it was a a very bad situation and how I would have normally dealt with it would have been, I would have just come in, you know, blazing and saying, this can't, this is not right. You can't do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. And the Lord said, no, no, no. No, you're not going in there doing any of that. All I want you to do is go there and love them. I want you to put your arms around them. And I want you to tell them that you love them and that God loves them and that they're going to get through this and we're going to walk through it together. And I'm going to help you because I'm going to love you through this. And you know what? It was the most disarming, most amazing encounter and this person just opened up their heart and said, yes, I want to, I need the help. I need you. I need you to pray with me. I need, and it was the most wonderful experience. And God began to heal the situation. See, we, we have the ability to either say yes to this yes. or stop it, yes. you know, because it will require something of us. Yeah. Growth always does. And sometimes it can be painful. <laughs> 
you know, the the things that God wants to work in us and the edges he wants to knock off of us in this process. And we got to be willing to say yes to it. And I look at little Nova, she's a year old and most year year old babies are walking. She's not walking yet because she doesn't want to walk. She wants to crawl. The minute that Nova makes up her mind, she has the ability to walk. She just is not willing to do it yet. You, you take her arms and you hold her up and she picks up her feet because <laughs> she wants to sit down and crawl. She doesn't want to use her legs yet to walk. Even though she has the ability to do it, she's determined right now, I'm not going to walk. And there's nothing you can do to make me do it. When I make up my mind, I want to walk. I'm going to walk, even though she has the ability to do it. So you and I have the choice today. We can say, I'm going to just stay here in this little place, Mm -hmm. me and Jesus, Mm -hmm. and not get up and begin to walk and let Holy Spirit refine us Mm -hmm. and do the work in us, you know, and we can, we can wear diapers for the rest of our life. I mean, there was a period of my life where there was areas of my life. I was a Christian. I've been a Christian for years, but I was still wearing a diaper, Karen. (laughs) I was still walking around with a diaper full Mm -hmm. and God wanted to say, okay, it's time you take the meat, sissy. You know, it's time you get rid of that diaper, get off the milk. And, and it's time for you to, to receive the meat of the word of God mm-hmm. and allow me to refine you in these areas. Yes. And that takes submission. It does. It takes submission. And you know what? Um, he, he, the thing is, his world is waiting. There is a time. And then we really have to be aware of that. I think of the people that walk through this church. Yes. When yes. they meet people who are surrendered to Holy Spirit and see Jesus in their eyes, things fall off. It's so you know? true. And the third chapter, which we'll get we'll get to next week, is about standing. Oh, so and good. that is Ephesians. And it's talking about standing against the enemy. It's our attitude towards the enemy, but also our authority. And we don't have it if we try to start there. That's right. We just don't have no. it. We can read that scripture all day long. But what we're going to learn is that it still goes back to it's all Christ through us. It's his power. It's his love. It's his oh, authority. Karen, so, so it's going to be exciting. Would you close in prayer. And I feel like something just breaking right there as far as people understanding this, this is, um, this is going to change. It's like, once we see this, it will be the beginning of a a new new life, life. the beginning of a new life. It is not scary. God is good. He is perfect. His Holy Spirit guides us in ways that will only help us, but also for his world. I love it, Karen. So I just know there's so many people out here who I think this week are just like, I don't want the bottle anymore. I don't want to be trying to walk a Christian life. I want, I want this life for my own, you know, intimacy with the Lord, but also for the waiting world. I love that, Karen. Thanks. I'll let you close in prayer okay. for them. Thank okay. you so much for being Thank here. Thank you for asking me. This made my day. It was wonderful. I love you. I love You're you. You're a mighty woman of God, Karen. Oh, you, so you talk yeah. about growth in the Lord. It's just been amazing to watch you grow and see God use you in such a powerful way. Oh, I love goodness. you. I love him and I love you. Um, chapter two was what we read. Walk. I would encourage you to read it this week and chew on it yourself. Awesome. And then next week we'll, we'll dive into chapter three. Thank you so much. Thank for you everything for asking you did me. I love you. I love you too. Holy Spirit, we just love you so much. And we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for this book and the revelation that you've been allowing us to receive from sharing this material and reading this material. Lord, I just thank you today, God. We can't do anything apart from you. Mm-hmm. 
We can't try to be perfect. We can, but it just doesn't work. (laughs) But God, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would just take us to a deeper place of intimacy, that we would truly know you, know who you are, not just know about you and not just be able to quote scripture, but God, that we would begin to intimately know you and know who we are in you and walk this out daily, Holy Spirit. We just pray for wisdom. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would just, we thank you, Lord, that we already have your wisdom, that the wisdom of God abides in us, and that you would allow us, Holy Spirit, to walk that out, that I have the wisdom of God, and that I can walk in this and, and, and experience this every day of my life. And I ask you, Lord, to illuminate it in our hearts today with fresh revelation of who you've called and destined us to be. And Lord, I just pray for those who are struggling today in any area of their walk, God, that you would just draw them to you today, that there would be no condemnation, God, for those who are in Christ Jesus. But Lord, that we would rest in your love, that you would just bathe us in your love today, God, that we have your abiding love rest on the inside of us, God, and let it be an outflow of our everyday life, everywhere we go, Holy Spirit, that we can walk in this 24-7. We can live in the presence of your love, your abiding love and your abiding grace in our lives. So I ask you, Holy Spirit, just to bless your people today. Bless their families, bless their children, bless everything they touch. Let them walk in the favor and the fullness of who you've called and destined them to be today. In Jesus' Jesus. name, amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, ladies and guys. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.